You're listening to the Black Girls of Purpose podcast, where we talk about faith, friendships, and feature boss women from the Black Girls of Purpose community. I'm your host, Brianna Lightfoot-Smith, founder and CEO of Black Girls of Purpose. Hey, Purpose peeps. Welcome back to the second episode of our Sabbath and Self-Care series. I hope you're blessed by last week's episode and the revelation that you don't have to be everything to everybody. I know it was a good reminder for me, and I was actually tested in this later on in the week. Um, My son, Jaden, is almost two, and y'all know that I had Jonathan, who is a month as of today's recording. Um, And it was crazy because... Y'all, we just had a, we had a chaotic morning. It was like 1145 and I was already done for the day. I was like, Lord, I can't do this. And I remember um, just feeling overwhelmed. And I was like, because Jaden was crying a lot. He was whining a lot. He was tossing stuff. Like he kept finding things to dump over. He found a bag of penny or a thing of pennies and like coins. And he was dumping those. And then he went in my bathroom and dumped all my bobby pins on the floor and I was just like, why are you doing this right now? I can't deal with it. But um, I was like, this is a test. I'm going to pass the test. So I was just praying to God and I was just like, okay, your word says, come to me. All who are weary and heavy laden and I will give you rest. That's what we talked about this week. And then I uh, just was like, encourage yourself, speak over yourself. And then I was like, it's still not working. I'm still overwhelmed. So one of my sisters in Christ called me Um And she was talking to me just about taking the help that we need. And I actually posted this on the Instagram, on our Instagram at Black Girls of Purpose last week. But she was like, you know, is there anybody who could watch Shaden for a couple hours for you so you could take a nap? And I instantly thought of one of my neighbors. um, And so I was like, okay, yeah, that's something I could do. But I was like talking about a future date. I was like, oh, yeah, that's good to keep in mind. Not realizing, no, sis, you need it right now. So got off the phone. I think uh, Jade and I were going to go outside and then he just had another fit and then I had a fit. I was like, please stop crying. Please stop crying. And I was like, okay, girl, you not no, you can't do this. So I um, got on the phone, called Alicia. I was crying and she was like, are you okay? And it's like, yes, I just, can you just watch Jaden for a little bit, please? And she said she could. And so that was like, great. Okay. Cause I had put Jaden in his room And so I was like, okay, I'm going to feed him lunch and then I'm going to take him over there. That'll be fantastic. So I'm downstairs, I'm working on his lunch. He's like screaming and I'm I'm actually in the episode with uh, the full story, but he's like screaming and everything. And then all of a sudden it gets silent and I realize he's falling asleep. And I had John in one of those baby um, carriers and I looked down and he's asleep. And I was like, really long? okay like it was like it was a test I just needed to ask for help and as soon as I did it like which it required a lot of humility because before I called Alicia I was like no you know I don't I it's fine I'll be okay and then I said sis you may not be so just go and ask her for help and then she ended up telling me that she had just been talking to one of her friends about the importance of asking for help when we have that need so I was like okay God it was, it was clearly not just about me so Jaden and Jonathan both went to sleep I was able to eat and then I said okay I'm taking a nap I was like Lord if you could just give me 30 minutes like just 30 minutes I should be okay I should be able to get through the rest of the day y'all we all slept for two hours now, I don't know the last time Jaden normally sleeps between an hour and hour and a half. He's been more on the hour side. So 
for all of us to sleep for two hours, that was the Lord. And that was, he was like, okay, everybody go to bed. And then by the time I got up, my husband was going to be off of work within like the next 30 minutes or something. So if you are being tested or you feel like, you know, you were like, oh yes, this message is for me. And then later in the week, you feel like you had a breakdown. Don't feel bad, sis or brother, if you're listening. Um, I'm reminded of James 1, 2. It says, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of any kind, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance. So it's one thing to say, okay, yes, I'm going to rest. I'm going to not be everything to everybody, but then you're going to be presented with opportunities to apply it. It's the same thing when you're in school. You can study all semester long, but at the end of the semester, you have a test that says, okay, let's see what you've learned. So don't feel discouraged if you try to apply the principles from last week and then you found yourself failing it's cool it's a new day with the new mercies and we are going to get through this and we're talking about this all month long so there's plenty of opportunity to just apply everything that we've been sharing so with all that said um i'm excited to jump into the lesson for this week so i also shared last week that this month series was going to be a compilation of storytelling uh, because everything that I'm sharing is based on my personal testimony and things that God has been sharing with me honestly since 2017 but I picked up our story in the spring of 2018 and so today we're going to continue in our story and we're going to uh, start in the summer of 2018. Hey, Purpose Peeps. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast episode today. Uh, I wanted to jump on here real quick and let you know that I am doing a Instagram challenge, a social media challenge over the next few weeks, uh, specifically focusing on what I eat. I was inspired by this Sabbath and self-care series. And as I shared in our March update, felt convicted about some of the things that I had been eating. So I've decided to cut out bread, sweets, and fast food and fried food over the next four weeks. So for the entire month of April, I'm not eating any bread, not eating any fast food or fried food, and I'm not eating any sweets. And I would really love for you to join me. Um, I want us to be intentional with everything that we do. That's part of our mission here uh, with Black Girls with Purpose. And so if you're interested in being intentional with your diet, what it is that you're eating, and you're interested in joining this social media challenge with me, then all you have to do is post a video on your Instagram feed or on your Instagram story and say why you're being intentional with what you're eating and use the hashtag BGWPEats. Uh, by doing that, you'll be entered to win a free copy of the Black Girl's Guide to Living on Purpose in which I talk about the benefits of being intentional with what we eat and what we wear and doing our hair, everything. So I'm excited for this uh, social media challenge. God gave me the idea and I think it's going to be a really great way to build our community. So again, if you're interested in joining, all you have to do is post a video of yourself, talk about why you're being intentional with what you eat and use hashtag BGWPEats. And if you're not following us on Instagram already, what are you doing? You can do that easily by going to Instagram and following us at Black Girls of Purpose so you can see what it is that we're posting. Now, let's get into the episode for this week. Hey, 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 hey. 
I had just wrapped up a project for our creative agency Brands by Brie and I noticed that I didn't have the same excitement I normally had. Instead, I was kind of like, oh my gosh, yes, I'm about to be done. What a relief. I don't really think anything of it though. I was like, okay, maybe this project just took longer than most of my projects take, or maybe I just need to take a nap or something. Um, But I had no way of knowing that God was kind of shifting something in me. Where I once found passion and purpose in my work, I now felt heaviness. And like we talked about last week, we shouldn't ever feel burdensome about something we're supposed to be doing. So I, I, I was feeling this burden though. I was like, oh my gosh. And not, you know, the regular everyday, hey, I don't want to go to work, but just this, I'm, I was literally loathing it almost. And um, a confirmation that this was bigger than me came when I noticed that the previous sources I had gone to for business leads were no longer producing anything. And the people that I had talked to previously who were kind of lined up to work with me went radio silent suddenly. So come September, I was completely through. I told my husband I didn't want to design websites anymore, that I just wanted to be a stay-at-home mom and a wife. And I thought this was going to make a significant impact on both of our lives, Um because I was basically telling him, hey, yeah, that thing that's been bringing income into our family, I'm not going to do that anymore. So I need you to go and like get a job or something. And neither of us had worked outside the home since the fall of 2017. But I knew I couldn't keep up with the pace that I was going at. Like, as I talked about last week, I knew it was going to, I'm not going to say it was going to destroy me, but I just knew it wasn't going to be a good end. And so instead of waiting for all of the things to fall down, I just said, Lord, I'm just going to volunteer to take a step back. Um, so yeah, I told Jordan, I said, Hey babe, you know, I really don't want to work anymore. Can you work, uh, in so many words? And he was just like, okay, Brianna, do what you want to (laughs) do. So he started applying for jobs and, um, he didn't, he didn't get anything. And so I thought, okay, Lord, well, maybe you were just telling me to sit it down for like the month of September. And so I started trying to get clients again, uh, but nothing was happening. Like there was no production. And I was just like, God, what's happening with me? What's going on? I can't, I've never felt like this. I don't, You know, again, we never, ever had to strive for clients. It was like right when one project would end, another one would begin. And that's not where we were anymore. And as far as I could see, even though I felt like God was calling me not to work, I'm like, Lord, we need money. So I remember getting uh, plugged into this new program my dad dad had shared with me and I was really excited because there was a lot of earning potential and I could do so within the confines of like a passive income stream it was going to require a lot of work up front but once I got the system in place it could just bring things in monthly and so I got like obsessed I would say um I 
was really excited too because when with the projections I was making I was like this is how we're gonna be debt free and y'all know if you've been following my journey my testimony that I'm believing the Lord to declare us debt free and so I was like okay I'm about to build out these sales pages I'm going to um just work through lunch I'm going to you know really neglect my sleep not that I was saying those things verbally but that's what I was doing I was up till three in the morning there were dishes everywhere um I probably looked all kinds of crazy, hair all over my head, wearing mismatched clothes. It was just, but I was like, okay, I got to put the work in on the front end and it's going to be great. And, you know, this is why other stuff hasn't worked. And right before I was going to launch my first program, uh, everything that I've been setting up for weeks, I felt a tug at my heart that it wasn't time. Like, God was like, I need you to slow down. I need you to be still. I need you to talk to me. And over the next several months, I would experience a lot of failed attempts to make money. I didn't realize at the time that God was reordering my steps so that we could be here um, with my family here in Texas. Because if I had made a bunch of money or you know, even if Jordan had gotten jobs, because I told y'all he was applying, he wasn't getting anything, then we would have stayed in New Orleans because everything would have been gravy. But um, I always think of the scripture that says the Lord delights, the Lord orders the footsteps of the righteous and he delights in every detail of their lives. And that was true with me, uh, even though I was getting frustrated and saying, God, like, why isn't any of this working? God was trying to ask me, what are you doing? I had allowed so many things to happen, not realizing it. And uh, I was reminded of the scripture, Isaiah 31 through two, which reads, woe to the rebellious children. This is the Lord's declaration. They carry out a plan, but not mine. They make an alliance, but against my will, piling sin on top of sin. They set out to go down to Egypt without asking my advice in order to seek shelter under Pharaoh's protection and take refuge in Egypt's shadow. Now, you may be like, Brie, what in the world does that have to do with stillness? And I'm so glad that you asked. Um, In this season, because I'm still in this season of stillness and rest, uh, God has really taught me three things. Uh, He's taught me that stillness allows me to reflect. It allows me to rest. And it is about learning to trust in God and not in me. Um, when I looked at this Isaiah 31 through two, cha- uh, Isaiah chapter 30, verse one through two scripture, which I, I want to read again, woe to the rebellious children. This is the Lord's declaration. They carry out a plan, but not mine. They make an alliance, but against my will, piling to sin on top of sin. They set out to go down to Egypt without asking my advice in order to seek shelter under Pharaoh's protection and take refuge in Egypt's shadow. When I read that, I realized that my work had become my Egypt, that somehow along the way of trying to be a good steward over this business, I stopped inviting God in. I started making my own plans. Like the scripture says, I started piling sin on top of sin. I wasn't looking to God for advice. I was just like, okay, I'm going to keep running with this. And one of my mentors has said in the past to me, she said, Brie, it's really important to make sure you're always asking God, is this still what you want for me in this season? Because she said, there are so many people who are out here and they're exhausted or they're outside the will of God because they're pursuing something that 
was in his will for their life at one point, but now that season has expired and they're still trying to do it. And I was like, dang, I don't, I didn't think about that. You know, you think, okay, Lord, this is the path I know you have for me, but let's go to this example of working when all of a sudden work is overwhelming or you notice that you're short with people or, you know, you're just stressed all the time. We, we don't take a moment to say, God, is this still what you want for me? Because your word says in Second Corinthians 9, 8, God is able to make every grace overflow to me. So in every way, having everything I need, I can excel in every good work. And I don't feel like I have the grace for this anymore. So what does that mean? And again, that's something you can only ask yourself when you're still and you allow yourself to reflect and say, God, you know, what is it that you would have me to be doing? And I have not worked, y'all, since September of 2018. So that this month makes seven months. And God has really been spending these seven months reprogramming how I think. And he did so using the method in Isaiah 30, 15, which reads, you will be delivered by returning and resting. Your strength will, will lie in quiet confidence. Like God is showing me that I am, he is the only strength that I need. I don't have to hustle and grind and lose any sleep. I can just trust, which we're, we're going to talk about at the end, that what God has for me is for me. And I'm really excited because on the podcast this month, we're actually, um, going to be interviewing an author. Her name is Shay Bynes and her book is called Grace Over Grind. And she talks specifically about how we can invite God into our businesses and ask him for the direction that we need. And I have seen y'all in this seven months of not working, I've received more revelation and inspiration and creativity and strategy and connections than I had previously in all of 2018. And it just, it's really been humbling because when you are so used to hustling and grinding and trying to make everything happen for yourself. And then you take a moment to sit back and reflect and to rest. And you see God is still moving. You're like, Lord, you really don't need me. Like, why have I been doing all these things? And uh, that leads me to the next point. I said that stillness allows you to reflect, but it also allows you to rest. And I'm reminded of Philippians 2.13, which says, for it is God who is at work in you both to will and to work for his good pleasure. Now, this tells me that, again, I don't have to go out and, as we talked about last week, be everything to everybody. Um, And I can trust him to do the building. What's so funny is I I realized um, God had made the connection between stillness and rest for me. How, you know, if you're like hustling and bustling throughout your day, right? Let's say you have a day full of errands and you're going and you're going and you're going. And then you come home and you sit down. You may not feel tired, but if you decide to sit down distraction-free where you don't have your TV on, you're not checking your Instagram feed, It's like you'd be surprised how quickly you will fall asleep because it's like your brain can decompress and really say, oh, man, this this rest is something that I need. And that's what it's been for me over the past seven months. I've just been like, God, wow, I was really tired or God, you know, I didn't realize that I 
created a yoke of slavery or God, you know, I didn't realize I don't really like this particular part of my business. Or if I were to build this business again, I would do this particular thing differently. Or man, you know, we really should have gotten our LLC in order first, or we should have built one income stream first and then tried to build other things. It's just like, I've, I've had so many, um, aha moments and so many moments of humility where I said, God, I can see why you said, I'm going to need you to come back and, and, and reflect and rest with me. Um, and it's actually amped me up for whenever I am released. Cause I, I'm like, okay, Lord, I did this the wrong way before, but I want you to do this for me now. And it reminds me of Psalm 127, one through three, which says, unless the Lord builds the house, its builders labor in vain. Unless the Lord protects the city, its watchmen stand guard in vain. And verse three says, in vain, you rise early and stay up late, toiling for bread to eat, for he gives sleep to his beloved. God wants us to rest. I talked about that last week when he, when God says, come to me, how it's an invitation into his presence and, um, and into his grace, honestly, like grace being the unmerited, unearned, undeserved favor of God. If we're always trying to work within our own strength and we don't even get to tap into the grace that we need because God's like, okay, well, if you're going to work that hard, then you clearly don't need me. And that leads me to the last point about being still. Stillness is about learning to trust God and not me. Uh, Psalm 4610 says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. And that's what God was trying to teach me. Like With those previous pursuits, I was trying to be exalted among the nations. I was trying to be exalted in the earth. I wanted people to be like, oh yeah, Brie, you know, I talked about this last week too. I wanted people to say, oh my gosh, Brie, you know, Brie, she's so awesome. She has a business and she has a baby and she just balances everything so well. And the truth is I wasn't balancing things well. But because I was always going, that was something that I couldn't see. And so for me, I'm really glad, even though it wasn't something that I planned for, it wasn't something I was necessarily excited about in the moment. I'm really glad that God brought me to this season of resting and reflecting and trusting because I've just said like, Lord, this is how I want to be. I know that he has called me to entrepreneurship. I know that even though I would love to be at home with my babies all the time, like there, there are other things he wants to do through me. And I'll admit because of my habits to pre my previous habit of running around and doing everything, there have been times even in this season where God will give me a vision for something and I'm almost afraid because I'm like, but Lord, you know, last time I did it, I did it without you and you know, everything started crumbling. But God actually gave me a vision at the end of 2018 and it was a little girl and her father and they were in a buffet style restaurant and the little girl was me and the father was God. I don't, he showed me that later in the vision, but, um, so in the vision, the little girl has a plate and she piles her plate really high with all these different foods and treats and God, 
her father just watches her like, okay, yeah, cool. Oh, you're going to have that? Oh, mashed potatoes and green beans. Tasty. And so she's really excited. Her eyes are bigger than her stomach, whatever. Um, She goes to get the next thing. And then her plate falls and the food splatters everywhere. And obviously she's not able to eat anything. And so she's really sad. She's like, oh, I really want to eat that. And, you know, now I'm going to be hungry. And her father doesn't lose patience. And he also doesn't freak out because dads typically don't freak out when their kids do. He just cleans up everything. And then he takes a plate. And so he walks with her through the different lines and he's putting all these different things on her plate. And she's kind of looking like amazed, like, wow, how is he able to do all of that and he shows her plate and it has the same amount of things on her plate uh but there's room for everything somehow there's room for everything and so then that's when God showed me that the little girl was me and that he was the father and he said Bree in this season that's coming up which I don't know when that season is going to begin but he said in this upcoming season when you're busy you don't have to fear because previously you were the one who made your plate you put all the stuff on and so then you got overwhelmed and you dropped everything but because I'm the one creating your plate for you I make room for everything and that blessed me so much y'all because I again I know he has so much he wants to do through me uh, and now because I know he's going to order my steps and because I've seen the benefits of resting, I don't have to feel anxious about anything. And that's what God's word says in Philippians 4. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything with thanksgiving in your heart, make your requests known unto God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. And so what my prayer has been, has been out of Psalm 127, one through three, talking about God, like build my house, please. Like you built my house because I built my house before and it was on a rocky foundation and you know when the when the waves came in like everything got pushed aside but God I want you to be my foundation I want you to be the CEO of my business I want you to be the founder sometimes when people hear me introduce myself as the co-founder or you know the co-creator of the podcast or the business and it's because I have had to remind myself that this is God's work as Philippians 2.13 says, he's the one who's at work in me to will and to work for his good pleasure. So this is God's work, which means that he is not going to leave me or forsake me, but it also means that I can't leave him out of it. He has to do the configuring. I'm just a piece. I'm a moving piece, but he is the one orchestrating everything else around me. But I only get to understand that when I take a moment and trust him and stand back and look and say, okay, God, what is it that you have for me? And so if you're in a season where you're feeling overwhelmed, then I I would encourage you, you know, it may not take a seven month sabbatical, but try and get some time to be still with God. And if you're someone who is hustling and grinding, you know, you get up and the first thing you do is check your phone, you'd be surprised by the difference it can make if you just choose for five days to say, God, you know what? I've normally, I check my phone first when I wake up, I check my email or I'm going straight into business meetings, but now I'm going to start with you. My first meeting is going to be with you at the beginning of every day. I'm going to say, God, what is it that you have for me? God, what would you have me to do? Lord, I know I have this to-do list right here, but 
what should be my priorities? And, I, and that's something I am practicing on a day-to-day basis. I had to do that yesterday. There were things on my to-do list and I was, I actually was able to achieve them, but that was also the day that I had the mental breakdown. And it was like, okay, sis, well, did you allow God to order your steps or did you allow your to-do list to order your steps? Which one is it going to be? Because if it's God, great. You're always going to have the grace that you need. If it's your to-do list, then everything may get done, but then you lost me. And I, I don't ever want to be in a place where I can't hear God clearly because instead of choosing to be still with him, I was always running. And I think I shared that. It might have been last week or I'm not sure when I shared it. If I shared it at all, it might have just been me talking to me. But I said how it's a lot easier to talk to someone if you're just sitting down and having coffee with them rather than being in a race with them and y'all are both running. If y'all, you're running and they're running, you, you may be able to catch a little bit of what they say. But for the majority, it's like, no, I, huh, what? I can't hear you. Or even thinking about not two people running, but one person on the sideline. So the side, the person on the sideline who it really should, he should be in the race with you, but that's a side note. The person on the sideline is God and you're running. You should be inviting God into the race with you to run with you and to, and, and to set your pace for you. But you got him on the side and he's trying to yell out instructions. And you're like, oh, so, what? I got to finish this lap. And you know, I have seen y'all that that is the quickest way to injury. And this is, I guess this is the Holy Spirit because I didn't, this isn't in my notes or anything, but if you are running and you are not allowing God to set your pace, he will set it for you and he will set it quickly. And I talked about, I mean, y'all know I'm, 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 this is all me sharing my testimony. I ended up on the floor at the church in the spring of 2018 because instead of allowing God to set my pace, I was trying to set my pace for me and it was a fail. And I ended up where I am today, which is completely different, completely full of rest and feeling like I'm redeemed. But I don't want you to have to end up on a floor somewhere for you to say, God help me. I just want you to ask for help willingly. And that brings me to my closing story, uh, which is goes back to Jaden at the end of last week. So I shared that he was like just doing the most and that's why I knew he needed to take a nap or something. And then I also was like, listen, bruh, I don't want to keep popping you because you're not acting right. So I'm going to put you in a safe haven. I'm going to close you, enclose you in your room so you can get this together, whatever this is. And I put him in his room, in his bed. I was like, go to sleep. And I went out of the room and y'all, this boy was screaming at the top of his lungs. You would have thought somebody was in there attacking him or something. And he's like running. I can hear him running around the room. He's like kicking the wall. And I'm like, this boy is throwing a whole tantrum. But I knew as his parent that that's what he would need. I'm like, okay if that's what you got to do to get your rest you got to kick and scream your way into rest then fine but I'm not intervening because I have tried to invite you in to rest like God did last week when he said come to me all who are weary and heavy laden and I will give you rest I tried to invite you to do it willingly and you didn't so guess what now brother you just gonna get put in this room and I'm going to let you get the rest that you need. And you can, you are in charge of how long that's going to take. But I am 
withdrawing. And I don't want you to be to a place where you feel like God has withdrawn from your situation because he's like, hey, I invited you to do this with me. I invited you to do your business with me. I invited you to do your life with me, your marriage with me, your parenting with me, and you tried to do it your own way. So now I'm going to seclude you and you can kick and scream and I'm just going to let you feel your feelings and I'll come back when I decide it's time. And you don't know if that's going to be one day, one week, seven days, seven months, whatever the case may be. And I'm a living witness, y'all. Please don't, just please, just just take the easy route. I am here forewarning you and saying, get the rest that you need. Be still, ask God, what is it that you have for me? Because if you do, you can save yourself so much headache and heartache and straining. So that's the lesson for this week, y'all. It's very simple. Be still and allow God to teach you through that stillness. Allow him to teach you how to rest and how to reflect and how to trust in him and not in your own ability. And if you do that, you will always, always, always have the direction that you need. And that leads me to our closing um, segment where I just share our verse of the week and our song of the week. So our verse of the week is Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, which says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding in all your ways submit to him and he will make your path straight and other translations say in all your ways acknowledge him and he will show you which path to take so in order for you to know which path to take you have to say god what path do you have for me and in order for you to even reflect on that you have to be still and look at the paths you're even considering so I, um, oh, and then the song of the week, sorry. The song of the week is Be Still by Travis Green. Uh, if you haven't heard that song, it's a great song. And he just talks about how um, we are like always running, trying to do different things. And it's not even where God wants us to be. And that is such a good tie-in with today's lesson. Um, and I think it'll just really bless you if you apply the principles from today's lesson and from that song uh, throughout your week. So I pray that you are blessed by this lesson. I am so excited to continue this Sabbath and self-care series. Um, next week, we're going to be talking about the next lesson that God has taught me, which is how to be content, um, whether I have a lot or a little. And uh, I... Y'all, God is doing something like he really wants people to break free. And I'm excited for us to just choose to rest in him and not have our own yoke of slavery. So I pray that you uh, have a fantastic week. I actually think I'm going to pray out and then we'll talk to you on next week's episode. All right. Dear Lord, thank you for this day, God. Thank you for waking us up this morning and starting us on our way, Lord God. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your peace. Thank you for always positioning us exactly where we need to be. Oh, Lord, right now, I just lift up everyone who's listening to the, this podcast, whether it be in the morning, in the afternoon, in the evening, Lord God, I just pray that you will give them um, Com the confirmation that they need. I pray that this message was confirmation that you were telling them to be still, even for a moment, just for a second and say, hey, talk to me. I want to give you the direction that you need, but you have to ask me. And so, Lord, I just pray that they would humble themselves enough to be still and to look to you, Lord God, for the direction that they need. And I just pray that they will be blessed exceedingly and abundantly above all they could ask or think because of their obedience to you, Lord. So we thank you, Lord. We praise you. It's in Jesus name I pray. Amen.
Hey, Purpose Peeps, thank you so much for listening to the episode for today. I am always grateful uh, anytime I look at our insights and see that people are listening every week. Don't think that I take it for granted by any means. I wanted to come on here and just have a closing call to action. Uh, asking for two things. So first, if the Black Girls of Purpose podcast has impacted your life in any way, I'd love to hear about it. And I'm asking that you would share your story with me by emailing me at brie at blackgirlsofpurpose.org. Also, if you'd like to partner with us financially to fund the work of this ministry, you can do so by visiting blackgirlswithpurpose.org slash give. I'm giving digital copies of my new book, Walking on Water, a 21-day devotional on faith in exchange for anyone who sows a seed into this ministry. So you can do that by going to blackgirlsofpurpose.org slash give. And uh, I just thank you in advance for anyone who feels led to um, sow that seed. Uh, But even if you can't, y'all, just thank you so much again for being a part of this movement and just following me on this Black Girls with Purpose journey. I'll talk to you next week. It's never that easy to choose purpose But I would die to my flesh, live a life of worship I'm really, really, really trying to make it into heaven I'm trying to hymn say two words like, well done